Six pack lap it at, and today we got Paul Marinzan for this is back to back podcast. This is say. you're back. You're really I'm back, back in it. the swing of things now. Finally, you are back in the swing of things. You were, were you you were just busy. What, what was going well, on? I, I was booking without you. Yeah, I was partly your booking without me. Partly, yeah. I was being a diva and didn't want to do podcast with you anymore. Cause yeah, you, you you hurt my feelings somehow. You you held off. I think you you. I you, was waiting to be paid for this finally. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was sitting at home in my proverbial trailer waiting right. until my rider was filled out. You had, you were working on your rider. I was you waiting said for you had to list. sort my M&Ms. That's right. You had a list of demands. Yeah. I wanted my Bengal tiger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. And I made yeah. some promises. We'll, we'll yeah. have to sort out. Um, I'll work that out with your agent, sir. I'm, yeah, I'm still waiting for all my demands to be met. But welcome back. Well, would you, uh, real quick, because I'm a Game of Thrones guy, you're a Game of Thrones guy. Um, you rattled? By the time this drops, there's no spoilers. Don't worry about it. I'm still a little bit worried about it. I don't like being that guy that spoils anything. But no, it was an awesome episode. Um, definitely rattled. I expected what I expected it to come. I think, right off the top, what do you think happens next episode? And this will drop. Don't fucking worry about it. It's a week out. By the time this drops, if you haven't seen the last episode, you're, it's about to be the finale, not just the season, the whole goddamn series. You're good. How do you think it ends? How do I think it ends? I've been bowling what's over all day now because, I mean, who? how can you not after watching yeah. Daenerys just torch King's Landing? Fair. I think they're going to go John on the throne, John kills Daenerys. Kind of a throwback to the Kingslayer. I don't know. I just don't see Daenerys on the throne. I don't see it happening now. Hmm. <laughs> You can't torch an huh. enti- you can't torch an entire city and still sit there. I don't know. It's and you kind think of, the good guys win? You think that's the type of show? This think, is, you think that's the type of world this is, Paul? Oh, I don't think anybody wins. You're an idealistic fool. Listen, I don't You're think an any, idealistic. Fool. I don't think anybody wins. I got a van full oh, of puppies. I want to sell a you. A whole bud. goddamn city just got torched. Grow like up. a million people. Can I, Paul, a million can I, people are now ash. Paul, can I say something? Grow up. Hey, grow up, Paul. I guess what, up. bud? This is a harsh listen, world. Listen, I, can I listen, say something? Can listen, I say something? Listen here. <laughs> I grew up on Disney. <laughs> listen, can I say something? I like the way she handled herself. Daenerys handled herself. Okay. Uh, yeah, but you're an uh, asshole. I think I think she's that's her. I think she's a she's a go getter and she gets things done. I okay? mean, she definitely she uh, she, she got it done. She took some initiative. That's for damn she sure. She takes she takes initiative. You know what I think? I think you're. You're fucking, I think it's because it's a strong, independent woman and, and you feel threatened by it. <laughs> I do. This, this, is, this is for all five of our women listeners yeah. who, who I'm trying to side with here. No, I honestly, I believe, I think Danny's, I think Danny's, she's going to die. Yeah. She's got to die. I don't know if John's going to hit the throne. That seems. The only reason why I'm saying that is because there's always been the whole, the uh, prince that has promised theory that's been going around but here john's got it where john is that princess promise but that whole theory was he has to kill the person he loves well here but so what about jantry who she she turned into a lord he's not even at the battle no but that doesn't matter if i mean end up on the throne so whatever yeah. happens to the battle but who ends up in on the front end like, i think john takes it all the allegiances point to him right now i think i think he's the lone wolf that dies to save the rest of the pack he's by himself in king's landing He's going to do what he's got to do, and he dies in King's Landing, taking out Daenerys. He kills her, but he maybe gets taken out. Maybe it's Tyrion. Tyrion's already killed a bunch of people. No, no. Maybe he kills her on the shitter like he did his dad. No, okay, come on. She's a lady. Don't talk about her like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, sorry, they don't poop. No, come on, Paul. 
Um, I mean, it's Game of Thrones. Come on. Grow up. Um, I love taking the mature route with you. Um, (laughs) It's going to be pretty annoying. Um, But uh, no, here's what, here's, here's, I'll tell you what's going to happen. I mean, you've I, already said this like four times, by the way. You've said this like, here's no. what's going to happen to me like every single person. Yeah, and I'm never wrong. But no, I'm all, you've been wrong listen, every goddamn can I say time. Some, can I, say some? I was wrong yesterday, but I'm right today. Okay? Yeah, okay, fine. Um, Let's hear it. John's going to kill Danny because he's got to, but he's going to die. But it's the ultimate sacrifice. That's why he's like the Christ figure you learn about in, in uh, writing. And he's a lone... You remember they showed the lone wolf dies, so the rest of the pack survives. He's a lone wolf there. Um, and, and that's why he's going to do what he's going to do. Everyone else in Winterfell's going to live. Now, Tyrion also dies. Newsflash. No happy ending for this motherfucker, but he's ready to die, and he already made peace with it this episode. Jaintry, who was lorded, and that's not... He's got the royal bloodline, and he was lorded before all this happens. Yeah, but as soon as he was lorded, he gave that up. Oh, Jaintry's still lorded. Yeah, but by getting lord of Stormwatch, he gave up his... Play for the no, crown. We know, we know that. We know how that works. That whole "I pledge my life to whatever the shit I won't do." No, we've seen that. How that works. Um, now nah, he's going to end up on the throne. They're, they're, when when they do what they do, he'll end up on the throne. Sends us in the north with a strong ally on the throne, and, and everything's all right. You heard it here first. And I think Bran's going to hop in that little fucking dragon of hers and take control of it. No. 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 I don't see it. I'm just saying, I'm throwing it out there. I don't see it. And let me tell you something else. The dragon goes to kill John, and he can't do it. I am going to... can't s- pull the fucking trigger. Want to know why? He's a Targaryen. You're going to kill your father? He's John to look at him dead in his gut, little boily little eyes. He won't do it. I don't think the dragon will kill John. I think oh, I agree. I don't think... I, don't I think, think the that's the moment. Kill John I either. think that's the moment. The dragon won't kill Danny, but the dragon can't kill John. John, and that's how, that's how we can get to Danny. Okay. Well, we're going to see you on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. All I'm gonna say though, I'm gonna laugh and I'm gonna text you when John's on the throne, being the reluctant yeah. king like Robert Baratheon was at the very start of the show. Was Robert Baratheon on the? No, no he, he didn't want to be king. What? Yeah, he oh, reluctantly yeah. took it as a figurehead because he was the one that led the rebellion. Really? Yeah. See, you don't remember the start of the show anymore. That's your problem. You forgot history, my friend. Oh, God. You say it like it's fucking real human history. It is. <laughs> this happened. This happened in a different yeah. place. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, anyone listening who's not in Game of Thrones is like, oh, shut up. Yeah. We, can it, I say something else? Can I say something else no. that bothered me? Um, this is this is time. Let me just air this out. We'll fucking call Dunsmore in two seconds. Just, just fucking bear with me if you're listening. Because this bot- I, I got to bring this up. Endgame, and it's fine. We could do spoilers now for Endgame. If you haven't seen Endgame yet, you're an asshole. Um, Endgame, you know how Thanos snaps his fingers, half of, you know, not just human life, life period disappears. And then Iron Man gets gets the glove, snaps his fingers, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Thanos' people all fucking vanished, right? Yeah. So listen to me here. Okay, everyone... He didn't get to pick and choose. Thanos just said randomly, whatever. He thought. Randomly, everyone goes. When Iron Man snaps his fingers and says, does he just tell himself, all of Thanos' guys go? How He didn't even get to pick and choose. Can I say something? Can I say something? I don't think Bill and janitorial work on Thanos' fucking ship, who's got five kids, should deserves to die. 
Okay, I don't think oh, the so fucking listen, listen, listen. I don't think the three interns who are working for a goddamn credit deserve to go missing because Thanos so gave him promises. You're taking the Death Star approach to this. Listen to me, man. You're just killed the, it, that poor innocent son of a bitch that was a janitor on the Death Star didn't deserve to be blown up by Luke Skywalker. Can I just say something? They knew what they were signing up for when they served he, Thanos. No, he didn't. Listen, the package Thanos probably offered this fucking poor guy who's a high school dropout got six kids. Got six kids, barely eats, and, and Thanos comes in. He's like, hey, "We're gonna make a difference. We're gonna, we're gonna fucking, we're gonna." He probably, he probably came to him as though when he talked about resources, like he's part of an agricultural project, and that's when he went home telling his wife, "I'm a janitor on some Listen, ship. It's an agricultural project. Can... I don't get it. I don't get it, honey. But we're gonna be all right." And Iron Man walks in there. Fuck these guys. Come on, that's wrong, man. That's wrong. Just fuck these guys. Listen, listen to me. There's like three or four fucking college kids who are working in the IT. And everyone knows in IT, you're a sucker if you pay for all your help. You, you're going to get a college kid who needs listen. the credit and will work for free. You tell me an asshole like Thanos isn't fucking taking advantage of some college kids and has that plane, that fucking ship loaded with some kids working 10-hour days over the weekend, and Thanos is fucking, do you want your credit? He's holding it over their heads. Do you want to fucking, do you want your fucking credit kid? Again, they knew. I don't care, it's May 2-4. They I don't care, it's fucking May 2-4. No, you're they one, made their you're one cruel son of a bitch. Oh, Jesus. You never had a bill to pay, and you didn't think about it. All I'm saying is, look at, um, Listen, look could... at dole, dole them out of the ship, break their fucking kneecaps then. Let them live. Break a fucking finger. That's not how it works. Let him live. So can, can I? So so I think when Iron Man died, that was actually the nice ending. That was the savage. That was the fucking savage. He was Daenerys right there. Okay. He he. I'm glad he died. The are you, fucking. Are you prick. trying to tell me that you're saying Iron Man can? Oh, oh you thought that was a hero? Com, just committed genocide on Thanos's. I'm sorry. Did you think Iron Man was a hero in that movie? He was a monster. He is a national treasure. He was history's greatest monster. Uh, the way he just destroyed all those people indiscriminately with his fingers. But um, I don't. Yeah. So I just I just thought about that. Wait, is the Death Star something that people talk about too? Yeah, it's the same argument that that poor janitor or the poor worker who was still constructing the Death Star that was just trying to feed his family. Yeah. Was wow. blown up by Luke and the rebels. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. They're rebels. But you know what? You're building something called the fucking Death Star. You know what it... There's only so many things it can be used for. Hang on, hang on. You think they told him that? What's the project called? Hey, asshole. They built it twice. They blew up a goddamn planet the first time. What do you think they're going to do the second time? Paul, Paul, Paul. People want to redeem themselves, okay? Okay, if Anakin comes to you and says, I know what you heard about me. You know, know, if Darth Vader comes, he goes, Listen, son, this is Henry Schultz. I know what you heard about me. I know the rumors about that. This is different. I'm actually on this project, and he refers to it as a project. I'm actually on this project as a project manager, and I feel like we could... Do you believe in second chances? Let me ask you something, Paul. Do you believe in second chances? And you're going to... Yeah, I believe in second chances. So do I. And this is a second chance for all of us to right a lot of wrongs. I heard a lot of people... I don't know if you heard about this. I heard a lot of people last, last movie. I heard a lot of people... I want to make it right. Do you want to make it right, Paul? Do you want... Have you ever done... Let me let me ask you something, Paul, on your high horse. Have you ever done something wrong before? No, uh, I'm good. No, you have. And here's your chance to make some something, something give back a little. 
So why don't you park your ass behind that little janitorial fucking tray, push it up and down the aisle, and sweep my floors for me. Everything's going to be all right. I'll deposit the money in your fucking bank, and you go home to your wife and, and live the life, okay? And then some asshole named Luke Skywalker commits genocide. First no, 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 don't, don't, don't use a different word for it, because you're avoiding the word genocide. Say it. I'm not a, I already I, used the word genocide. Yeah, you're... Yeah. And all I'm saying is Death Star got what it deserved, okay? <laughs> okay, all right. Well, Just I, like those people working on Thanos' ship got what they deserved. All right. Just like the people at King's Landing got... Hey, wait. And just like the Jews in World War II. You son of a bitch. Wow. That's, what, that's, that's where you're going with this. I'm putting those words in your mouth. Wow. <laughs> and why don't... You can't like separate this, it. You can't separate the two. I don't you can't separate the two. Anymore. You son of... We all heard you say it. You're basically alluding to it. You can't separate the two. Anyways, um, good time to plug our promo code. <laughs> oh, fuck. Do we have the worst segues for these ones? Um, wow. <laughs> but, but, but anyways, um, before we do call, call Chris, I do want to plug the promo code, and this is the world's worst. We are terrible at this. Worst segue ever. But listen to me. FusionMuscle.com, um, KOTL25. Do not be a fool. And pay full price for your supplements. You know you're buying supplements. Every fucking body buys supplements. 25% off the top. They deliver it straight to your house. Don't waste your time walking to the store. Don't waste your money paying full price. FusionMuscle.com. KOTL25. I'm just joking. Paul has nothing against Jews. It's the gays you have something against. Wow. <laughs> All right. For the record, <laughs> for the record, Paul has nothing against any minority group and is against genocide. Thank you. Okay. Well, on that note, on that note, let's move right along. KOTL twenty five. <laughs> let's get to our guests. Let's like, get to our guests. Kirsten Dunsmore. Jesus. And we have seventy two kilo U.S. national champion. Uh, Kirsten Dunsmore, how you doing, Kirsten? I am good. How are you doing? Not bad, not bad. Are you a Game of Thrones fan? I so I am now up until this season. So I've never watched it, and oh. I know, right? Don't oh, yell at me. Shit. <laughs> I never watched it up until this season because everyone was making a huge deal about it, and I guess so. There's this like cheat sheet online. Where you can, uh, it's like, it gives you all of the relevant episodes, you know, that you need to watch so you you know what's going on. Yeah. So, it was like random, like episode one, or season one, episode four. So, you could like skip to only the relevant did, relevant episodes. So, that's what I I'm did thinking, to catch up. I'm thinking back and I'm like, did that Just, work? <laughs> did that work? How many episodes did you watch then? I thought every episode was relevant. Uh, maybe like one or two so fillers, super but... relevant one so yeah, one yeah. where you at least know what's going on I guess I don't know but yeah so I did that and then I've watched all of season 8 so I am now a fan was uh, it... as of how... like what 6 weeks ago how many <laughs> How many episodes oh no shit so it took a little bit oh actually I guess I... Wait, because you were... yeah I got you because you were watching all along yeah. with us up until now um, yeah so I had to play catch up how many episodes did you watch leading up to this? And that little catch-up cheat sheet. How many episodes oh, was there's that? There's a lot. It was like I don't maybe two or three episodes per season, and then all of season seven. Okay, because there's and then 
Yeah. Because there's some relevant <laughs> stuff. So yeah. did you see, you saw The Red Wedding? I did. That rattled the shit out of me. I don't know what it's like if you weren't super attached to the characters, like if you did, you know, one or two episodes, but The Red Wedding yeah. for me, I'm not joking, like I, I like stepped away and was like, holy smokes, like like stabbing the pregnant wife. Yeah, and I then know. I the mother. It was kind of, it, yeah, that intense and i actually yeah. saw that episode like yeah what oh, not even maybe a month ago and you were probably <laughs> oh <my God>. so <laughs> did it still have the same impact on you even though like were you still like rattled after watching it uh i mean i just i saw the episode and i was like oh well that's messed up i don't think that i had the same attachment yeah, yeah, as yeah. some of these people but so i'm actually kind of bummed out of now after watching that i don't know if i should give spoilers for like if everyone it, I'm gonna drop. So I'm I'm recording three episodes within two days. You're the third episode, so I'll spread okay. it. I'll spread it so people aren't gonna be pissed. Okay, so yeah, so after my attachment has been to Daenerys because I like her and she's yeah. cute, she's yeah. badass, whatever. Yeah. And so seeing how she acted yeah. yesterday, I was like, oh, she's got to get killed. Yeah, no, she's got to die. <laughs> yeah. She's got to she, die. Yeah. She's way worse than Cersei was. At she this makes point. Cersei look like fucking Pierre yeah. uh, or Justin. Trudeau like she looks like like Cersei <laughs> looks like so lame compared yeah. to but like, I didn't went full genocide I like her or did yeah oh she was so now uh, I'm like oh man her character arc was like in, yeah initially she's so like soft and sweet and, I don't I don't know I don't if that's what if that's okay with you that's the type of like how she carry herself and then now she's like bend the knee or get destroyed you know, yeah. Oh, like, even yeah. if they're Bethany, apparently it's got destroyed at this it, point. Even if you throw up the white flag to like kill the women and children, and let's fucking let's yeah. eat. like it's brutal. But um, yes. yeah, next week will be interesting for sure. It's the last one. It's the last. Like you know yeah. what? I I almost want to get like people's um, predictions on fucking Game of Thrones as well as the IPF Worlds. <laughs> I mean, after yesterday's episode, after I yesterday's, know, I don't know where the hell it's going now. All bets are off. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah. Anyways, that was all in my mind when I was uh, like all day at work. Everybody's all over the Game of Thrones shit. Almost everybody, <laughs> almost everybody I have on, I'm like, you watch Game of Thrones? And when people say they don't, it's so intriguing. I'm like, wow, good for you, almost, yeah. right? You're like, you're the person who's holding out. You you, you fought the good fight, but they eventually yeah. got you. But I, uh, I had a coworker that actually has gone through pretty much the same thing. Like she didn't watch it up until this season. She's watched every single episode in like oh damn in like a two week spread. Holy smokes. That's, that is just that's insane. insane. You got to take like two weeks of vacation at work. I have no idea how she's done it. Yeah, I'll take it two weeks yeah. off just to, to rally. Um, I should have given her their cheat sheet, but. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, they also have those little things on YouTube where you do like 10 minutes and every episode is yeah. condensed in 10 minutes, bang, 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 and you rip through it. Sometimes I do that. But um, so how you been since last time? Because a whole lot has changed. It's, yeah, I mean, I think the last time we had this conversation, was it right after Nationals? I believe... 2017? or is it, I think it was right after. It was because you were obviously 63 kilos still. I was 63. And, um, I think it was right after Nationals. And that would have been... So that was leading into... So the Nationals before the 2018 when Jen Thompson made her big Calgary How You Like Me Now yeah. moment. Yeah, no, it was right after national. So it was Raw National 2017. So it's been about a year and a half, a, I think, since we've been on this podcast. So it's, it's been a little while. It's been a bit. So, yeah. We got we, we've changed since then. We've had some shaking <laughs> up. We've had some shaking up. Um, yeah. Since then, both you and Sam have like 
took a national titles. Um, mm -hmm. you know, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And you're both going to be in Sweden. Um, we're both in Sweden, yes. And how, so when you were thinking about jumping up to 72 kilo, what was basically mm -hmm. some of the deciding factors? Was the 63 kilo cut first off? Obviously, 2020 hindsight, it was an awesome idea. You know, it, it worked. But was it? Yeah. What were the factors in terms of that decision? Um, well, number one was just the weight cut in and of itself, I think, was the deciding factor. So before, um, you know, I probably walked around, say, at like 66 kilos, so 145 pounds. So cutting to, well, initially I used to walk around at like 135, so it was appropriate. <laughs> yeah. But, you know over the year so it's like all right well 145 i think i got up to uh raw nat or not raw nationals um the arnold was kind of the deciding factor uh i was up to i think one this is like after the holidays so. <laughs> yeah, like, i like the preface yeah. you're like can i can i get a minute <laughs> yeah do we have I, to talk about this <laughs> i was going through a rough time me and my boyfriend <laughs> broke up it's all good Give it to us. So I think I got up to about 153. Oh, that's not bad. I was, uh, I was, I was, I was thinking of, like, like, a fucking deuce. Yeah. I, was like, I don't know. No, I was like two, no, no, no. So, yeah, like 153, 154. Uh, so I don't even know what that is in kilo. Maybe, like, is that 70-something kilos? Break that on, on the yeah, phone, I, I don't know. Whatever. But so um, that number one. So just cutting. So at that point, it was almost 14, 15 yeah, and, and yeah, so. it just trying to cut and stay strong. Yeah, you know, just kind of a little bit harder. And yeah. then uh, the day of the Arnold, I had woken up. Uh, I think it was about a half a kilo over. So I did the, and this I don't recommend for anybody <laughs> ever going up and down the stairs in trash can, uh, trash bags, oh. and like sitting. In the water, like the tokens, we, I tried doing, um, getting in the bathtub and then the water just wasn't getting hot enough. And, uh, yeah, so it was just like really brutal. And I think after that, I was just like, F this, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. I think I actually got to the warm up room and I was like, I think I only had an hour at that point. Cause I had spent the whole hour before trying to make weight. And I had like my mascara like down my face. Someone like stopped me and they're like, you know, like, hey, you gotta like fix your makeup. And I'm just like, I don't care right now. So, it was so bad. Yeah. Um so yeah, that was probably the Did you make weight? I, like, I need to go up. <laughs> did, did you make weight on that or did you was you half a kilo? Oh, I made weight. I made weight. I think I weighed in at sixty two point nine eight eight or nine nine or something Five like eight. that and i probably weighed that for all of three minutes yeah. <laughs> for like a, a second yeah. i've been there i mean there's nothing worse than um paul was there one time where i was like again late you show up and you're like fuck up i hope i hope i'm on you're slightly over yeah. same deal where i'm like i brought um like like not trash bags but like a sweatsuit basically the same thing and yeah, they, yeah. They, they had a gym next door with like a exercise bike Trash bags, exercise bike, spitting, and it's, there's nothing worse a feeling. And Paul looked at me and was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Like you could tell when your buddy looks at you." And he's like, "Oh shit!" Yep. And I was like, "What?" Yeah. So when I went in the washroom and looked in the mirror, I had two black eyes. Like I was like, "What the yep. fudge happened to my face?" Like it weird things start <laughs> happening to you. 
And it totally deflates you in terms of like, oh, I'm going to lift in like an hour. And like you said, you're um, – Then I had a workout in yeah, an hour. It was brutal. Yeah, it's the last thing you're thinking about. It's well, the last thing you want. You know, I've gone through it as well. So Yeah, it's a terrible feeling. And then, um, yeah, so I decided yeah, – as soon as that happens, you have to make some tough decisions. And the thing with weightlifting, like you put on muscle mass. That's the side effect of weightlifting. You're going to put on muscle yeah. mass. The more and more you lift, um, so it's eventually you get pushed out of your weight class. Is almost going to happen yeah. at some point. Um, so you decided. Well, how did that meet go? <laughs> I think I went. I think it went. I think it was six for nine. So I missed my third squat. And I missed my third bench. Or maybe I only got my. Op- I can't remember. It was either five or six. It wasn't a good meet. Yeah. Except I PR'd, which is the. <laughs> oh wow! What, did you PR in deads or or squats? If you PR squats, that's crazy. No, no, no! I didn't. P- I PR'd my total. Oh shit! I don't know. I know. Is that weird? I don't. So weird. So, um, but I missed my third squat, and I think I'm. I definitely missed my third bench. I can't remember if I hit my second or not. Um, and then I missed. Uh, I missed my second deadlift. It was like a misgroove. It wasn't like a strength issue. So then, like even on my third, like I went up five kilos anyway because it wasn't a weight. It was just. Uh, I think I did a downward motion or something like stupid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it wasn't a good meet, even though I did PR my total. Were you, now ex- I'm like, were you expecting more though? Cause sometimes you PR and everyone's like, Oh, oh yeah. Wow. But you're probably like, no, like yeah. it was a PR, but it was like a small PR. I was expecting much more. It's like that situation. I, yeah. I think I, I PR'd by two and a half kilos okay. where I was expecting to PR by, you know, 10 or something like that. Like it was, it was pretty bad. Um, so yeah, after that, that was kind of the deciding factor. Um, I think I could have, like, if I really was, I mean, it wasn't the best weight cut too. I kind of started cutting weight, I think maybe five weeks out. So in hindsight, I could have been a little smarter, you know, there's things that I could have done differently. Um, and then also the whole, uh, like when Kimberly Walford decided that she was no longer going to compete USAPL and decided to compete with the USBI, that kind of opened up a slot uh, for the 72s. Mm-hmm. So I think based on those two factors, um, that was why I decided, you know, that for me long term, you know, I'm probably, I can grow into the 72s. I kind of, I could cut back down to 63s but I might be almost hindering myself at that point mm. so I think ultimately that's kind of why I decided to go up it is like um when you when you no longer because it's funny how even though you said you PR2 it's funny how quickly your body can adjust from dehydration as opposed to like a lack of calories a lack of like I would rather be like Paul's had some messed up weight cuts where he's done both where he's like <laughs> not eating 24 hours before Walked in, have no gas. You try to rev that engine, no gas. Whereas mm-hmm. if you dehydrate, when you rehydrate, by the time you lift, hour later, uh, by the time you get the third squats, even longer has passed. By the time you're dead, you could be back up to normal size. And it's surprising how like you could be almost on death's door. But by the time it starts rolling, you can bounce back from dehydration. Once you have quicker. food in, yeah. yeah. So it's funny, uh, like my raw nationals, um, I, I mean, I had a weight cut, but it, it wasn't a, and a water cut, but it wasn't anything like I was like, you know, made weight, no issues. Yeah. But, um, I remember after 
you know, as soon as I weighed in and then of course like you're eating and it was like, I don't think it was like, I didn't have to go to the bathroom for like up until I finished squats. It was like three hours where there was like any yeah, fluid. Yeah. yeah. Your body yeah. is like, I'm taking all of this. Thank you. Yeah. It was, yeah. I was like, I don't know where it's like in my, like my stomach is like so uncomfortable right now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that's kind of, it's also I guess the, the name of the game. <laughs> It is, it, yeah. yeah. When you feel yeah. full again yeah. or whatever, yeah. It's it's um because I've done a little bit of both. Like if no one, if no one's done a, a water cut, you can't fully appreciate. Like in the in the very depths of a bad water cut, you 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 get gut checked a little bit and you start questioning yeah. yourself. And it's scary because you're like, if I feel like this when I'm lifting, uh, we're waste, we're all wasting our time. I'm sorry, uh, sorry yeah. you guys showed yeah. up, you know. But if it's the Arnold's, was that the Arnold's? No, so that was raw. That was Nationals, oh. um, 2017. So it like I did fine at that meet. I just remember like you know I just drank almost a gallon of water. I feel like or half a gallon of water, and I'm like, you know, yeah, nothing's happening. <laughs> nothing's going. Yeah, the pipes are clogged. <laughs> so um, so yeah. after that, when you decided to move up, and now you can, did you like all of a sudden change your meal plan? Because you weren't really on macros before, were you? Uh, yeah, I was. I've always um, been pretty good about my nutrition. Um, and then, yeah, like cutting calories and stuff. But now more so it's, um, I mean, I've been trying to gain weight. Yeah. Um, but also I want to gain weight, but I, I should say I want to gain lean weight, body yeah. mass. So my goal is to increase mass or lean mass without increasing body fat, I guess. So it's been a slow process. Like I could get up to 72 easily, like. <laughs> yeah, challenge accepted. But, so, yeah, I want to be a, a good, strong, lean seventy-two. So um, that's kind of what I've been focusing on as far as nutrition-wise, um, leading up to worlds. And how much better do you feel when you get to like smash food, go in the gym, and start throwing weights around? Oh, it's great. I mean, I like it's like I can go out with my friends still, and I'm like, oh, if I want a slice of pizza, or, like yeah. I can eat it. I don't have to be like, I can't eat this. Like I already <laughs> had my carbs today. I don't have yeah. any carbs left. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like I can't go out. So, um, and then it's funny because like some of the girls they're here um, for our little camp, and some of them are like in the process of doing their weight cut, and I'm just like, eh, I just you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> nope. I've seen it um, at points of time when you, when like friends around you aren't cutting, you're cutting. Like I've had some miserable cuts where same deal. So if you're if you're in the same weight class for a long time, every now and then you're gonna get like uh, a holidays where you're like, whoa, ugh, this is gonna be a little tougher. Trim it down after holidays, and it becomes miserable. And then sometimes you hover around the proper weight class. Yeah. But there's nothing quite like... I've, I've had friends that are 120 pluses that I stopped following on Instagram because I got so fed up with their posts about It's tough. Man. While I was cutting. Yeah, if you're yeah, cutting, you yeah. don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear about yeah, how much you're I've eating. I don't want to go out mm-hmm. with the fellas watching like the UFC to Boston Pizza. So they're eating and drinking <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God damn it, man. It's tough. It's miserable. <laughs> Life's better on the yeah. other side. Um, so leading into uh, the U.S. Raw Nationals. Um, the one that... when you, when you Did you think that you were going to be a leading contender? Um... Uh, 2018? 2018, yeah. When you made that decision. Because e- even if it's Raw, like Kimberly Walford gone or not, the U.S. Raw Nationals is probably the toughest Nationals in the world to win. I think that's mm-hmm. probably fair to say. Like the U.S. Raw Nationals, the depth of competition is like freaking, yeah. there's nowhere to hide. You know, there's nowhere to go where you're safe, quote unquote safe. Well, that and it's like once you think that there's, you know, like, oh, well, there's, it's like people can come out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A person that you Megan Lynn, I don't know 
you know who she is. Like she's part of Juggernaut now, but um, she competed at Raw Nationals 2017 as part of like the 63 crew. Yeah. And she kind of like you know that was I'd never heard of her before until Nationals, and now she, uh, she you know now she's taking over 57s and like dominating. She, you know, and it's like people her, just her come up out of nowhere. Yeah, her. We had her on the show too, and I was thinking. I'd yeah. seen her on um, the year before she was 57 kilo, but she'd only been lifting, competing like three years and came out yeah. of nowhere. Like, a, like she's like yeah. a physically gifted. She was thinking, like, about, who is? Yeah. yeah, coming out of nowhere. <laughs> it happens. Um, um, she was actually thinking about going on Titan, the Titan games. Uh, with oh, really? The Rock. Cause she's one of those yeah, freak yeah. athletes. She does like Olympic lifting. She does like powerlifting. She ran, mm-hmm. I, th- I believe she's done like marathons and like well, Ironman. Yeah, she's like, a marathon runner at some like point. Yeah, crazy. The Olympic lifting and then yeah, powerlifting or, later in the week. That's right. She did both Olympic lifting and powerlifting, same competition. Like she's just a freak mm-hmm. athlete where she's like, if I want to start this sport, bam, I'm at the top of the food chain all of a sudden. Must, life must yeah. be tough, right? Yeah. Must be nice. But yeah. uh yeah, there's nowhere safe to go in terms of the U.S. Raw Nationals, um, including yeah. including 72 kilo. Um, walking yeah. in there, did you have some – who did you have your eye on? Did you think you might get pushed? Yeah, I mean, I never go in there with this, like, mindset, like, oh, I'm going to – like, that's just not my personality, you know? Even when I – I don't even think I realized I won. <laughs> if you ever, like, watched the video, it was, like, the most, like, anti-climatic. <laughs> <Good. laughs> like – I pulled my lift and I like at that point I think I won and I just kind of like walked off stage <laughs> or started talking and then Gino kind of just like grabbed my hand and like yeah. put it up in the air and I was like, oh, okay. We're going to the world so. championships. Yeah. <laughs> I think they even it, called you out on the live stream for that. If I they, remember. Yeah. Was it just, uh, did it just yeah. not quite dawn that like you're, cause when you win the U S Nat when you make the U S national team, it becomes like an all eyes on you type of situation, right? When you go to the world championships, you got USA across the chest. People take note. Everybody knows who the U S lifters are. Um, mm-hmm. it, it like, it's a big deal to go to the IPF world championships. Did it, was it yeah, just, it's a huge deal, yeah. I think. did it just, not oh yeah. I mean, I'm super excited. At, at that moment, what was that? At, at that moment, did it just not fully click in like, holy shit. My ticket is punched for Sweden. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it really hit me and yeah, until after when like Chad was like hugging me and I'm like, oh, oh shit, what? <laughs> this is all now. Yeah, but sometimes I think I perform better that way because a lot of times in my training I overthink mm. and that hinders me. So it's funny because I almost, uh, if I make the lifts. <laughs> I perform better in competition just because I'm so, I get so nervous and I'm like my anxiety that I just kind of go on autopilot. So I, you know, where the training, I'm like thinking all these cues and it's like, so in competition, I almost do better because I just do without really thinking. And then, so I think the, I was kind of like in my own head and uh, yeah. So I like got done in my last deadlift and, like I, no emotion, I just started walking off stage. So, so, <laughs> so that's a screen out like gave me, you know, like oh. So. It's funny how like because sports psychology. I'm super into sports psychology, right? And how yeah. how that can approach. And it's funny how like sometimes mm-hmm. um, I know what you mean. Where sometimes you're like so nervous, you could actually almost like an out of body experience. 
where it's almost and that's, it, that's exactly what it is with me yeah. and it, it helps me and I'm not a hype lifter at all and so it like it's not really great for all of my like lifting videos or my photos because you know everyone has these like really yeah, cool yeah, photos and yeah, there's just yeah. me like <laughs> standing there <laughs> yeah does it do you feel like, um, I know, because it, it can work both ways. I feel like sometimes in the gym uh, as well, if I hype myself up, I feel the difference when I lift. But then you got people like L.S. McLean, and he's like smiling ear to ear, to ear like whatever. Yeah. No hype, no adrenaline. But um, but it's got to be there because you, like you said, you get scared. So it's there yeah. and it's happening. But um, have you ever gone and competed and not been scared like a local meet? after doing nationals, Hey, I'll do a local meet. And the fear wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I have. So actually it was after, um, before nationals. And then, so back in June, uh, July, it was July or August. Now I, I don't know. Summer is <laughs> <laughs> my first, is my first meet is a 72 and it was a local meet. Um, so it wasn't, anything that I was stressed for as far as like, you know, I need to win this competition in order for me to, you know, make the team or something like that. And, um, I kind of, yeah, it was more of a, I guess a fun me. It wasn't mm. stressful, which is actually kind of nice. I actually might prefer that. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> um, like, yeah. Cause it was just not stressful. Um, it's interesting. Like, um, I don't know. See, because I, I, I'm, I'm interested in hearing these, like having these conversations with you guys, yeah. especially when you're in the U.S., like your live stream uh, for the Nationals is massive. Arnold, if you could do the Arnold's massive live stream, the World Championships, like um, they're huge streams, right? So the pressure's on and the anxiety. I know what you mean where it could force someone into like an out-of-body experience or it could be like, um, yeah. you know, the, the, what you go through mentally leading up to. Unless you're, I mean, some people are like, well, I did Nationals. It's different if you're like neck and neck, like you were in dog fights, you were in battles, oh, yeah. you were in battles everyone can't wait to see. So like I, some people are like, no, I was there. I get it. It's like, no, no, no. If you're coming in fifth and no disrespect, but I mean like you would have like, you're getting mentioned with the the goat, Jen Thompson and Sam Calhoun and like, mm -hmm. you know, you, you would be right in the mix, the anxiety and all that. And then when I think about if you go to a local meet, it could work either which way. I've done for myself after doing different levels of meets. I've gone to a local meet and sometimes if I can't get up for it and I can't like work myself up, I'm like, shit, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm going to get myself wound up for a PR. Like it gets, sometimes people can't. And at other times, yeah. um, people like only hit PRs in local meets and when the pressure's on and it's head to head, it's a lot harder for them to pull it off. You know, it's, I, you see both. And uh, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, so I think with the local meet, uh, I forget how I did. I don't think I did great either, but it was more like I didn't really care yeah. if I didn't because it was like, I mean, like I still won best lifter, um, but it was, I mean, it, yeah, it, was, it wasn't stressful, um, but I do, it's weird because I do well under pressure, but I hate being under yeah. pressure, Yeah, yeah, yeah. if that makes sense. Uh, 100%. So it's this weird you know, equally, I don't know. It's, it, just, it's, it's, yeah. They say there's a, like, there is a such thing as a good stress. Like there's such thing yeah. as like, I, anxiety is like one of the worst 
um, anybody who's ever had anxiety, people, everyone gets anxiety, but anyone who has bouts of anxiety, et cetera, no, anxiety is a terrible feeling. And when you, yeah. we put ourselves as like athletes, especially if you start coming into the U.S., open raw nationals, make the U.S. team, you're under some high pressure situations where you're, you're, you're going to feel some anxiety leading up to the competition, um, day of, to the point, like, you know, you, you can have some out of body experiences. However, yeah. it's crazy how the body can respond and the mind and everything will like, you can yeah. do funny things that go into autopilot, the body without it, proper anxiety, adrenaline is not secreted without adrenaline going through your body. You're like, holy shit. Like I, I like most days, if you catch me in the afternoon, I could take a nap. Doesn't matter if it's in the middle of the day, 20 people mm-hmm. in the room, I could fall asleep. Dave and me, you can't make me sit down. You know, the, the adrenaline going through my body. Uh. And if you don't have that, but you need anxiety to do that. You need stress on you to make that happen. So fuck yeah. me, it's one, and you can actually get addicted to that where you're, where you start chasing these feelings, the, the, the excitement yeah. of it when that's, it's over the relief, the excitement, oh, like, that's, holy that's shit. That's why you get adrenaline that's junkies. Really yeah. Why we do it in the, cause like leading up, it's like my body just feels like crap. Like this isn't fun. Like, why do I do this? Yeah, yeah. It's like, this sucks. I'm nervous. I'm yeah, stressing yeah. myself out. And then it's like, you do the meet, and then it's over. And then you're like, oh, well, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. That was I won. And then there's like this, yeah, it's like exciting. I'm like, when's the next one? I can't wait. It's, yeah. And then it gets close to the next one. I'm like, I hate this. Why do I do this? It's the worst so it's just, cycle. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's, it is a, I know. And, and it almost is like when you're far out from the competition and you're moving weights, it feels good. And it's not so close, it's a reality, quote unquote reality yet. That's all right. But the closer you get, when you're when you're like water loading and you're like about to fly and you're like, holy shit. And then you're Yeah. But I think that's why they say too, um, experience creates like calmness and, and you can't buy experience. I don't care what a lot of people watch YouTube videos to learn things, read articles, learn things, but one thing you can't you have to do on your own. And and you could have like like beasts like Chad Wesley in your corner. The guy knows everything in the book. He can help coach you, but he can't relieve the anxiety. Like you got to earn your stripes yourself. So the more yeah, he helps a lot, though. like yeah. I'm glad to have him. Cause he kind of gets me out of my head. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. especially like in competition, if I miss a lift and I'm like, ah, my life is over. I lost. And he's just like, <laughs> like at, at, Nash, at nationals this past year and I missed my squat my third squat and I was super upset because I was like, you know, I pretty much had, cause the girls, so it was uh Chloe Dublin, uh, Madeline Scott, I think were the two like biggest contenders in the 72 class. Mm. And um, it was kind of like, you know, I just have to have a perfect meet and, and, and like, then I can, I have a chance. And so I missed my third squat and I'm like, Oh, like I'm done. My life is over. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're packing your fucking bag. I'm done. You're yeah. packing your gear. He's like, what the shit? And just leave now. And so, yeah, so Chad kind of was like, you know, he sat me down. He let me be upset for like 10 minutes. And he's like, okay, Chad, you're t- we're moving on. You have to bend. So, like, get over it. Like, be sad. Like, you had your, your chance. Like, we're moving yeah. on. Yeah. And so, okay. You know, I did well. And then so I ended up going eight for nine, and I only missed my squat. Oh, damn. And I won. Well, yeah. so they, okay, so let me back it up then. Chad could help. But what I, what I was going to go with is uh, um, but experience, though, even for like mentally for yourself, 
the more mm-hmm. you gain that, you know, like it's a it's a unique like when you're like a, for for instance Jen Thompson, she like how are you gonna rattle Jen Thompson? You know what I mean? Like she seeds so much. It's almost cute. She'd be like, "That's cute." All right, yeah. but 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 yeah. seriously, you know what I mean? Where, um, like yourself, at this point, you've been through a lot. Like these are like how many showdowns, quote unquote, you had um, at the U.S. Raw Nationals? How many people have seen you? And you've been in the hype. You felt it, and you've you've missed lifts, had shitty water cuts, and you've come on the other side of it and be like, it's all right. You know, the more times you miss a lift, come back, and still win, the next time it happens and you miss a third squat, you're like, we're all right. Like, the more, let's say it's happened three, four times in your career, you're like, okay, we're, we're good. That's why when you see Jen Thompson and she misses a lift and it comes back on bench, she went up anyways and, and, and hit her third. And you're like, holy shit, I can't believe she missed her second, raised the weight anyways, hit the third. But it's like, well, I guess she's been doing it since yeah. some of these girls, no. like in the 90s, you know, she was hitting this. So it's, it's nothing like a little bit of experience that uh that money can't buy, right? And do you feel that? Do you feel like you're progress you're oh, maturing sure. as a lifter? With that? Do you feel like you're pro- you're maturing as there a lifter? You. In terms of like in like with, yeah. with every meet like this? Yeah. Yeah, I would I would definitely say so. I think um, you know, I've kind of learned what to expect as far as like, you know, handling my pre-meet anxiety and um you know especially when you're in prime time so it's like sometimes when you wake up and you have to compete right away it's like you don't have time maybe like the night before but like when you're in prime time and you have to wait till six you're just sitting there like (laughs) crap yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's uh no it's yeah there's a huge like the the mental component that that goes into it is insane and so i think that yeah i've just kind of learned how to manage that and i think that's been a huge factor in my performance where does your anxiety come from is it um letting yourself down or is it letting people who who like look up to you down or letting like it could be multiple but like letting coaches down well where does your anxiety come from when you when you feel that i would say all Oh, I say both. Like, I want to do well because I have a certain expectation for myself. You know, I want to do well. But I also want, you know, Chad, like, if if I I do well and he's happy or, you know, and people, like, you know, have these expectations of me, um, I want to, yeah, I want to do well. And so if I don't, I feel like I definitely left myself down, you know. Um, So, yeah. It's It's like a gift and a curse when people care. When when people start, like, following you and – and like get behind you, it feels good. But then you're also like, ah, oh, shit. Like you, it's tough. There's this expectation that you have to do well, and if yeah, you don't, yeah. people are gonna talk about it. And oh, you see what happened with Kristen? Yeah. <laughs> Some people, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it help to do things? And in like, hindsight, like probably no one really cares, right? Like in hindsight, like do that. I don't know. <laughs> it, in the so. moment, you think about you thinking that way. Afterwards, yeah, you're like, this wouldn't change anybody. Whatever, who yeah. cares? No, yeah, yeah, it's so. always yeah. Does it help to have notched? Because that win, that was probably the biggest. Would you say that was probably the biggest win? The U.S. Raw Nationals making the world team in terms of your powerlifting yeah. career. And does that yeah, help alleviate? Sure. Does it help alleviate stress when you notch wins like that? Being like, look, at I've. I've done things now, or does that not, or you just put it back and like, it does, I'm back at square one already. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's like, it's not like set in stone. So, I mean, like I won 2018, like, I don't know, you know, 2019, like it could go any way. It's not, you know, 
it's not for sure for sure and so even like at worlds you know I, I did well at nationals but at like the you know at the 72 like Kim's still competing she's yeah. 10 time world champion she's still gonna be there like she's not gonna just yeah. let someone dethrone her like she's gonna like work her butt off yeah. and I know she has um so you know and uh, like Isabella like there's these girls that are you know there's there's this it's not going to be an easy win. Like if I podium, I'm going to be happy what, at this point, you know? You, Cause that I, honestly looking at this, I think the 72s might be the, the deepest I would, class. I would say it's the deepest class now. Yeah. If I'm looking yeah. at, cause the 63 kilo last year, but 63 kilo, we know like Jen's gone. Maria T dropped back down. Like uh, some of the key players in 63 have, have shuffled. Um, 72 yeah. though, you have Kim, the return of Kimberly, who who arguably the the goat. It's either her, She's the goat. her or Jen. Do you think? Do you think it's her? Do you think it's Jen? It, it's A or B, but I could be argued either way. That's tough. I could oh. be argued either way. I'll, I'll t- the the only way, the reason why you might sway to Kimberly is because in the only like in the head to head comp competition for the world championships one year, Kimberly beat her. Kim won, yeah. So Kim actually started off as a sixty three too. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, so she kind of, so same thing. Well, her, cause Kim's actually a good friend of mine. And so it's funny. Cause like, she's, we're really sweet. And I'm like, God, I got a computer gun. So it's so weird when you like, you know, even Jen and Sam, like we're like, I would say that they're like friends, you know, and we, but it's so weird when you're like in competition and you're like, this is my competitor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't picture you mean mugging anybody. Backstage. No, 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 no. I can't picture no. you being like being tough looking at him. No. But that's just not my personality. But um I think yeah, it's kind of It's it's because yeah. in the seventy twos, in your weight class, and yeah. if I look at from forty sevens got 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 a good good class, like there's three people at the top close. Um fifty twos 63s, it's competitive, but in the 72s, you have Kimberly Walford, who's arguably to go. You have Anna, who is from Brazil, an absolute lion who's won multiple world championships, multiple yeah. weight class world championships. Uh, Jessica Bittner from Canada. Yeah, who, so she's moved up. She's a open now. I think yeah, last yeah. year she was um, world champion yeah, 72. Junior. junior, yeah. But so yeah, so she's open this year, Isabella. So you have, There's, you have, and then. Those three are all world champions I just mentioned. Yeah. They've all won worlds. And then Isabella, and then, um, like it's there and who's like a multiple time world record breaker um and, and podium finisher. So it is I think this is the deepest division. So when you're looking at it, what so it's it's one of those once again, gift and a curses where you know at least you're in a division where people care and everybody's watching and you're in the thick of it. It's not like you're in a division where no one gives a fuck. You know, like, like there's a couple divisions where you're like, man, nah, all right, I might watch it. But you are right there. Everyone's paying attention. Flip side. No pressure. Yeah, yeah flip gonna, side, there's a reason. You're not helping there's, the anxiety here. Well, well, but flip side, there's a reason. I'm why getting anxious watching. now. <laughs> right. Settle down, Paul. <laughs> settle down. But um, so how do you, have you thought, like, is it, is it at all been setting in? Like, holy shit, this is the first world. Um, how, yeah, it has a little bit. Starting to yeah, right now, I got on right the, now with the, my the exactly. our gear the other day yeah, and I have Team USA and I'm just like holy shit like <laughs> going to world 
And yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy to think about, you know, and it's just like when everyone, when you start off lifting, right, and you start at like a local meet, you've never done a meet before and you aspire to qualify for nationals, like that's your goal. Yeah. And then like you, you qualify, you, you make nationals or you do well at nationals and then your goal is to like, you know, be top 10 or be able to make like the prime time session and then, you know, you make your prime time and then it's like, you know, you're so like your goal and I'm like I just like you know I national champion like I made that goal like the only goal left is to make the world you know be world champion and you know all you know where do you go from there like then you're just like that you're top dog that's yeah, <laughs> right like, is it, there's nothing left is it it would be crazy like um Miss Dunsmore four years ago looking at this situation would she believe this did you always what would she be thinking if she, no really Miss Dunsmore, let's see, my first meet was January 2014. I was so nervous. So my mom actually signed me up for the meet because I kept talking about, I know this is funny, sorry. Um, I kept talking about doing a meet, but it was one of the, like, I was so scared. So every time that a meet would come, I'd, be like, I'd find a reason not to do it, <laughs> oh, you know? And so I got to the point where my mom, like, she was just like, F this, like, you're doing a damn meet. Like, you keep talking about it. So it's like, I signed you up, like, I paid for it. So now you got to do it. <laughs> you're like, Mom, I'm not ready. Yeah. I'm not peaking right, ah. right now. I am so mad. And then, um, I mean, so I did end up being, doing the meet. I was super nervous, which it's funny in hindsight, there's like three girls all in different weight classes like yeah. there's no competition but it's scary you know and so it's I understand it's still scary and so I understand how like when women are taught you know like the fear that they have like I get it mm -hmm. you know it's um so. it helps to like progress in stages I don't know how some people who are like phenoms who hit the top so quickly with all this hype and then it's it's like how do you if you progress naturally local meet state meet Qualify nationals, top 10, then top five, then to, yeah, get like, yeah. all right, it's a rising motion that you could deal with. Yeah. But when it becomes like, boom goes the dynamite, you're top three in the world or top three in the nation and the pressure's on, like Megan Scanlon, I don't know how she's yeah. she's coping with this kind of, that kind of pressure. Especially, well, not only is Megan Scanlon out of, like, a, I'm just using her as an example. You brought a perfect example though. Come out of nowhere, win the nationals. Going into worlds, she's like neck and neck for possible world title like the pressure have you talked to her about that does she talk does she ask you how to deal with this do you get younger no. lifters do you get like because you're starting to become the vet do you get girls come up to you being like how do you deal with this what do you do like all of a sudden now you're in that role yeah now i'm that it's funny because so when i first got into lifting and at the time so i was 2014 was my first meet and so powerlifting had just started to start gaining momentum but at the time there really wasn't that many so my my role models at the time was jennifer thompson and kimberly walford and so it's funny because you know i've competed against jen i'll be competing against kim yeah. and these are my idols like when i first started and so yeah now i'm starting to get like some of these questions and people like looking up to me which is like kind of weird um, but yeah, so it's like, you're kind of taking on that role. And so I think I want to try and do a good job of, you know, working with newer lifters, especially women to show like, Hey, like you can do this. Mm -hmm. It wow. is, it is, um, yes, that's kind of weird how, how quickly like your idols become rivals on like sporting rivals, but it, it's like, yeah, it's almost surreal. 
because yeah. 2014 was not long ago. To me, it doesn't seem like that's that seems, just yesterday. That like. is freaking just yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Do you so do you do you do coaching yourself? Yeah. So I'm actually a juggernaut coach. Uh, oh yeah, so, I think you were last yeah. time too. Yep. Yeah. So I've been working with. Uh, so Chad is my coach, and then also we do one-on-one coaching. So I'm yeah, I'm one of the powerlifting coaches. And how you liking that? Do you get a lot out of coaching? Yeah, I think I get a lot of fulfillment. You know, I think it's it's exciting when you know the people who you're working with and they're hitting PRs and you know like how nervous they are and you know for their first meet and coaching them through that and it's like. Trust me, I, I know. Yeah. I've been there. <laughs> yeah. It's weird how sometimes um, if you talk to someone like you're going to Worlds, right? And if they talk to you, they almost feel bashful about talking about being nervous for a local meet. But you, they don't realize like, no, I get it. Like, don't worry. Like, I, I remember. You know, like you don't forget these freak. You don't forget these moments, right? Um, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it helps to like also, I feel like when I first started out, it's good to have a mentor who's been around and knows how to deal with these emotions like Chad does for you. You know, mm-hmm. you could be yeah, that, sure. you could be that rock and whatever you're feeling now, it's a good thing. Stress is good. Mm-hmm. Anxiety is good. You're going to perform better. You feel nervous. Good. Let embrace it. Work with it. Like, you know, and, and uh, it's kind of cool when people look at you and like, Oh shit, I'm giving these kind of talks now. Feels like just yesterday I was like, holy shit. I was I was you. I was that person. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. Kind of cool how like the roles change. And quickly too. Um walking into these world championships, do you have any kind of like expectations? Or are you walking in there? I'm just embracing. Have you ever gone like abroad to like Europe and competed at all? I've never competed shit, I, yeah. uh, at the national level. I've never competed internationally before. Oh, wow. So interesting this is at least, at least you don't have to cut yeah. weight um flying and cutting no weight. i'm light which is gonna be interesting so yeah. most of the girls except the only person who i think doesn't cut weight is kim and so uh yeah I'm, i don't have to cut weight so i don't have to worry about that but i'm also lighter and i'm also this is my first year as a 72 so I don't want to say my expectations, they're not low. Like, I'm, I'm, I know I'll do well, but I'm not walking in there like, this is not a given, like, it's kind of, it's all up in the air. Embrace so. the moment type of thing. And I'll be happy either way, as long as I feel like I did well, you know, and I did what I could, then that's all that matters. I feel like, um, so I've been powerlifting for, like, um, I'm going to age myself here, but, like, like <laughs> 2007, it's been a while, it's been a hot minute, um, and uh, I feel like some of the, some of the moments... Like, I wish when I look back, you know how you explained how you feel super anxious for your first competition? Uh-huh. Now you look back yeah. like, why was I super anxious? There's the pressures all on myself. Nobody, like, people kind of care, yeah. but they kind of don't. Sometimes I wish I just, <laughs> you know what I mean? And sometimes I wish I just, like, embraced the moment more, sat back yeah. and be like, holy fuck, like, I'm in Sweden. That's Kimberly Walford. That's, instead of being nervous, being like, embrace, this is a moment, and it's going to yeah. pass. In 20 years, I'm going to look back and be like, I wish I just appreciated, like, I was present more, you know, just soak yeah. it in instead of worrying and never getting out of my own way. And there's been times where I, I look back and I'm like, I wasn't present necessarily. It's too much in my head, pacing the night before. Yeah. And it's like, dude, like, this is this is a moment I want to look back, you know, like it's when you go to the world's. It's a whole nother level, like the production level and, you know, the crowds there and whatever. But if you can actually like ride with it, I think going in there, even uh, with the attitude you have of I'll have mm-hmm. the day I'm going to have, 
and the chips are going to yeah. fall where they may. And I'm with look at when you when you're with the competition you're going against, who's going to say anything with the with the, yeah. the that's the deepest yeah. competition they have, you know. But um, like that's yeah. like even in life period, I think I got to you know that's one of the biggest advice I would give. Oh, it's just yeah, embrace for sure. embrace the moments. Embrace it, yes. Embrace the moment. Are you sure. are you going to be able to stick around and watch some of the world championships, like any any of the other flights and any other weight classes? Yeah, so I actually get in on uh, June. I think it's a Sunday, so I don't compete until Thursday. So I'll probably watch some of the earlier sessions. Um, I mean, I'm going to watch Marissa. Uh, I'll oh. probably watch Meg Scanlon um, and Maddie because they're kind of like all part of Team Juggernaut. Um, I think after my comp, I probably won't just because I just need to like mentally disengage and I just need to like not think about powerlifting for a day. So I think like afterwards, maybe I'll do some touristy things in Sweden. My family's actually coming. So my mom and dad will be there. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. yeah my dad's going so. too. No kid. Um, it's weird that you say, so that's interesting for myself. I feel like I'm kind of the opposite. I'll, like, I don't have a choice because I'm commentating too, right? But um, Oh, really? Yeah. But uh, I feel like before I lift, I don't want to be around it too much because I start getting stressed. I'm like, ah, I'm getting too wound up. I feel yeah. like I feel the anxiety. Like, I get anxious when I watch friends lift. Um, like, I handle, I coach and handle, and uh, my wife, like, I've, I've handled her in competition, which is uber anxious and stressful, you know what I mean, when you're, mm -hmm. like, that invested. So I'm I've, uh, gonna... yeah, yeah, no worries. We're, we're relocating. We're doing a tour of your house right now. <laughs> I'm actually seeing it, Chad, right oh. now. So I, my phone's about, or my computer's going to die. Okay. So you can say hi. Here's, here's a tour of Chad's house. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> you say, say hello. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a virtual tour. Yeah. We, now you, my uh, computer's going to die, so. We should walk walk through a, a, a recap of Chad's house here. Yeah. Oh, I think we just lost her. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. no. Are you still there? I think we're still there. We good now? We can still hear it. There we go. Bam. Okay. Just okay. in time. You had you probably had like 3% <laughs> left. This is like an action movie. <laughs> but um, uh, what was, what was, oh, no. Okay. So I was saying how I think beforehand, like I get anxious when I see people lift. Okay. Um, so like just because I'm emotionally attached. And I feel like sometimes I don't like being around the arena before I lift. After I lift, I'm like loosey goosey. Hey, shit, who needs help? You know, I'm back in the warm up room or whatever. Before I lift, I'm a whole lot more stressed myself. But, you know, however, however, like you, you feel the opposite, I guess. Like, do you get stressed if you're watching? If you watch Marissa in the, do you, are you going to be more anxious watching knowing you were about to go out there as well, do you think? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm solely for moral support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I watch meets and I'm like, yeah. I remember doing that with nationals and watching, and I'm just like, you have to wait another day, and I'm just like, I just want to get it done and over with. That's that's <laughs> that's how I feel. Like the day of, um, I've been in a situation where like after I make weight and there's like a flight before or something, people are like. You want to stick around and watch this one before we lift? I'm like, no, man. I I want to go outside. Really. I want to pretend like I just want. It's too much. It's like too intense. And I want to like walk in there like a raging bull, hit the weights, leave, and I'm kind of like you, where I'm like, Whew, let me have a couple beers, let me you know relax, smash some food, and and it's all good. Yeah. 
So afterwards, yeah, so I think it's like when I um as a 63, because we went a little sooner. So like the day after, like, you know, watching 72s was great. Cause yeah. Chill, like it you- was at the hotel, so you could have the beer. And, <laughs> but yeah, beforehand, I was like, I don't want to be here. But I did go because I wanted, I uh like watching our our team or some of our yeah teammates competing, but not because I want, you know, yeah, I, I feel it. like I need to be there for support. So I 100% get it. Yeah. And after, right afterwards, is that the, like, do you have like a go to meal, rocks and beers, the celebrations? Because for me, well, you're not cutting though, so maybe it's not the same. But when I was, when I cut, I start fantasizing about my meal. Like, I want, I want pizza. I want, I want sushi. I need to have some beers going. Like, I, like, you, this is half the re- half what gets you through it. It's the one thing. Oh, I like for sure. Running. So uh, when I competed in Atlanta one year and I was like, google like i was already planning my meal my post meal like i hadn't even competed yet and i was already like all right as soon as i'm done we are going it was like the yeah. burger place so like yeah i'm eating the most like fattiest thing on the menu yeah. and i yeah i had it all planned out i um no joke a story about my wife uh i don't know if she's gonna whatever she won't care uh what she doesn't listen to this podcast anyways but um we she cut the 57 kilo and um i was handling i wasn't competing a bunch of people were competing and i was like hey like let's go out for drinks dinner whatever um i'll pick up the tab honey whatever you want so we go to like a sports pub and she cut the 57 and it was a hell of a cut on point with the macros she's a champ when it comes to cutting water and she did her damn thing and afterwards treated herself i wasn't paying attention i'm having beers with everybody else and, she treated um, herself. I, 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 she, she was on. She had the menu in her hands. I know she had the menu in her hands a lot. But uh, at one point, <laughs> the the waitress came over and was like, "Who, like, who are you? Like, are you are you a professional eater or something? Like, how are you that small? Because she was packing it away, right? And, like, she had bought a des- like three desserts and morphed into her own concoction. Like, she like stuff packed away so much. And then um, at like whatever ten o'clock. I'm going to peace out. Thank you very much. I'm going to go back to the hotel. I'm like, all right, honey, see you later. And when I got the bill, I was like, holy, holy shit. This, this can't be right. This is just me and me and Kathleen. And they're, they're the waitress like, oh, yeah. I will oh, yeah, never forget the look on your face. It was, this, 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 this can't be right. It was more than like ever, like it was, it was yeah. nuts, man. But um, yeah, when you, when you like, when you're in it and you're like dieting like that, um, it, it's some of what get you through. Is, is a, I'm the exact is a, opposite with though. Like every single time, I'll fantasize about food. I'll plan out my post meat meals. I get like one. Yeah. Fry, I get like one fry in me, and I'm done. Is that is that because the the adrenaline leaves? I get all. It must be. Yeah. It's the most disappointing thing in the world, though. That's actually funny because I'm the same way. As like where I planned it out, I was having this extravagant meal, and yeah, and I had like bites of my burger, and I was like, yeah, I don't really want this. It's. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like disappointed in myself because I was like, I've been planning this out like yeah. all month and now I'm like, I, I don't even want to eat it. <laughs> I feel like, um, yeah, I, sometimes I need like like a weekend of binging because that night, the adrenaline and the whole nine, and you're like, ah. No, drinking's another thing. After a meet, no. Like, I crave beer. I'll have, I have no problem drinking. Yeah, I, you get drunk. That's, my, that's yeah. more so than the food. Yeah. <laughs> This, this it's guy, a post-meat celebration, yeah. This guy handled, and in his mid-30s, is fucking doing mushrooms and shit at the Canadian banquet. Okay, I never did, <laughs> I never did mushrooms. What did you, like, peyote? What did you do? I, I don't even know. I, I'm not going to 
You did edibles. Yeah. We shouldn't drop names. I was going to say, are, these I are, may have been talked to by some of Canada's powerlifting royalty. You would know them. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> well, yeah, whatever. That's anyway. a crazy story. And that's just handling. But the pressure, do you feel like... I'm the, more built up from handling, though. Like, I needed to burn off steam more from handling than I do from competing. 100%. I'm more invested. It's probably because, um, and I think it's because it's out of your control. Yeah. The stress and anxiety. And it's not just that, because I'm stressed out, not just about like what I make as a choice, but if I screw up and somebody misses a lift, I take that personally when I'm handling. Like, I look at it as like a personal failure. Um, and that's harsh. Yeah. Do you, I, I, can I tell a story about... You can tell. Okay. I mean, I've told I just want, any story let, at this point. Let so. me... Let, let, so, he did a really good job. He handled three of us. We all went like nine for nine. All three of us made the Canadian national team. Cool. But um, our guy, Kafwi, who's an 83 kilo, was oh, going to be the very first Canadian to deadlift 700 pounds. The very first Canadian oh, ever. Wow. And um, so I was like, Kafwi, this is it. You're going to be our boy. Like like the first Canadian ever. Everyone knows who the first, right? Like the first to squat 1,000 was Ray. doesn't matter who squats 1,000 afterwards. You know who was first, okay? So I was like, this is the plan. Your last deadlift, 700 pounds. Um, so Paul's like, all right. They loaded up. Like I'm watching the live stream because I'm back at home. And... Um, they loaded up 317.5 kilo. And I'm looking at the big screen, and in brackets, it shows so 317.5 kilo. And in brackets underneath, it says 699.98 pounds. And I'm like, son of a, I'm like, Paul, God damn it, Paul, throw the cookie on. Again, to my defense, A, I couldn't get your text because there was no reception in the put building. Put the cookie on. I was texting Paul. And two, the put sheets, the cookie. The sheets put that the they cookie. gave us it's said over- 700. It was I, even highlighted. It was, it was, they, you know, they're getting the bar ready and there's still time. There's still time when they're loading the bar. You could still call an audible. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like, I'm, try- I'm like screaming like, oh my God, please, please. I'm trying to call and I see Paul like patting his back and shocking him up. Like, Let's go get him. But um, yeah, it was that was brutal. But I know what you mean in I, terms of anxiety. Yeah. It's uh, handling people's probably the worst. So did he? Did he count? He hit seven hundred so or no? He smashed the deadlift, but it's it was technically the conversion on kilos. Three seventeen point five converted into pounds is six hundred ninety nine point ninety eight pounds. You got to round up, and you know you know like if it was just Instagram, you round up. But if you're supposed to be the first ever to do it. Ray Williams, imagine Ray Williams loaded up 999.98 pounds. People would be like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? They'd be like, what kind of an asshole is handling you? What? Who's the asshole handling you that you loaded up 99.98 pounds? Like, that's, that's, a, that's a, but anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to use the term asshole. I forgot, he's, I forgot the asshole's right here. No, uh, it's, but it's, <laughs> it's tough to watch. But, um. Uh, in terms of, I wanted to ask you why, why we got you. We're getting close to an hour. I don't want to hog up all your time. Uh, okay, real quick, who are some of your picks in the other weight classes for the IPF World Championships? Uh, I don't even know everyone who's competing. Let's, bad? Let, let me throw so, this up. No, it's all good. Let, let's look at, um, obviously, uh, the 52s, we know who you're going to pick. Yeah. You'll be kicked out of the house tonight. Fair, and, yeah. Yes, and I think she's got it. She had a really good deadlift today, so I think she'll. She did. Yeah, she'll yeah, do she, well. Yeah, yeah, she did. Um, I think it's posted. Maybe. I'll take a look. Yep. Oh, no, I saw it already. I'll be taking a look. We'll be reposting. Uh, thanks for the scouting <laughs> for us. Um, got you. That's <laughs> good. In the, how about the fifty-seven kilo? You almost got to take Megan because that's that's Meg? our, 
Because our girl Maria, our girl Maria T, it's gonna be a hell of a battle. The Canadian Maria T, you know Maria, sixty-three yeah, kilo. I, yeah, she, yeah, she's she's strong. Um, I think that Maria, if she has a good meet, you know. But I think that the way that Meg's training has been going, it's like she's just unstoppable right now. Like she's kind of you know some people kind of um, when they're starting and then they kind of peak a little bit and then they're kind of like slowly increasing where Meg is still her number her total is like still going so I think uh, it'll be really interesting and exciting to see how she does it's gonna be a battle yeah her progress is fast because she is like a few yeah. years in um 63 kilo you probably see your you got to be siding with, and you know, it's not even favoritism for the U S but I think Sam Calhoun has got to be the favorite, heavy favorite. In this yeah. I mean, I don't even know who, I mean, at the, I think the national level as a 63 is more competitive than the 63s at the world level. So I think, I mean, she's pretty much got it in the bag. I don't, I, to be honest though, I don't know who else is competing. There, um, but I, I'm giving it to Sam. There is, um, yeah, there's a couple, but no one. Yeah. Probably the nationals was tougher. Uh, 72 kilo. Have you heard of this Dunsmore lady? She's, she's, you know, looking to do some big things. Um, 84. What about 84? How are you feeling about this Daniela Mello, Amanda Lawrence rematch? Holy freaking. Yeah. Smokes. So I think, uh, so Amanda does, I mean, she switched to kilos in training now, but she seemed to, I don't, I don't know much about her training. Um, I'm, I think she did a pretty big weight cut for the Arnold and I don't know because she was hitting really good numbers the like week of or right before. And then at, at the Arnold, her, her numbers were significantly less yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. than they were in training. And so I don't really, you know, I don't know what happened or anything like that. Um, so if she can do what she's been hitting in the gym, I think that she has a really good chance. Um, but again, you know, it, there's it's like the child. There's so much up in the air that it's really hard to say. It so. is. It is. Um, I know you mean where there's like those intangibles too, and she flies high in training. Like she, mm-hmm. some of those lifts aren't aren't easy. I think now she's with Joey Flex, and I know Joey yeah. said, I've noticed now calibrated plates. A lot of times the wraps are off on the deadlifts, so you no wraps. She used a lot of wraps for deadlifts, so it mm-hmm. might inflate in your head where you think you're at which is dangerous. Yeah. Like you think you're dead somewhere else. When you get there, calibrated, calibrated plates, no wraps. Another, it's a whole it's other thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, and even, and she even said, I think she posted on one of her, uh, videos when she was squatting with the, the kilo plates. And she was like, it feels like a brick. Yeah. It's just, it's a different feeling. They just, they don't move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's important too, is like training with the equipment that you're going to be competing on because it is different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not even, so I'm kind of like you where I'm like, if, if Amanda can do on the platform, what she does in the competition, holy smokes. I don't know again, if she cuts a lot. Um, I think she did mention that there was like the cut was rough for Arnold's. I think she said, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and that could take the win out of your sales. We talked about earlier, like that's a game changer. If she could get, but this is like where experience comes in. She knows, look at, I better, I better not like look to do a cut that big. Maybe whatever weight she said, I'm going to drop that by 25% in terms of the cut, the water cut, whole nother deal. But now yeah. we're going, now we're going to Sweden, try water cutting when you have to take a plane and flying in. It's a whole, it's again, 
It ain't easy. Mm-hmm. But uh, and Danielle is a, a great bencher. I think Danielle Danielle has I don't know what her her best is, but I know that it's it's a pretty significant compared to yeah. Amanda. So I, I think it'll be interesting. It'll, that'll definitely be an exciting. Uh, sure. That'll be an exciting one to watch. What? Who of the dudes? Uh, weight classes are you are you hyped for any of the dude weight classes or are you like whatever <laughs> that's a, like, boys boys they're, they're gross whatever yeah <laughs> no, uh, yeah fair enough fair enough um, yeah 83s will be fun to watch i think i think you know <laughs> russ of course um yeah 83 93 120 like the same you know that's probably yeah 83s and the 93s. It's funny, man. I had the 93 kilo boys on. Um, yes, yesterday, man. It feels like forever ago, but just yeah. yesterday we recorded. Had three of them on. I had to cut them like a, sh- a little short. I had back to back. I had Charles Opoko, the six six kilo champ, like right afterwards. Yeah. And LS is like, I'm like, sorry guys, I got to cut this. I got somebody else. And LS is like, oh, oh but <laughs> if we were the 83 kilo boys, you would have made time. If we're the 83 kilo yeah. boys, because they're like that division for the guys, right? It's so cool yeah, to be yeah. 83 kilo. And um, I feel like this year it's probably 72, 72 kilo for the women's. Really? What do you think? Well, only because you have the so. biggest names. Yeah. Only because usually I would say 63, but I don't think Sam has, she doesn't have the supporting cast. You have the supporting cast. Jen isn't, yeah, Jen isn't competing at Worlds. Maria so left. That's why. Maria left, Jen left. I mean, that, like that was Isabella. Isabella's not going down. Like yeah, she, I, I talked to her last time, um, and she was cutting because she was talking about going to sixty three. So I don't know if she had decided if she was or if she's not. But I'm assuming that she's not now because yeah. they've made the list. She's on so. the list. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, sixty yeah, threes is like no longer it. It was always like the it weight class. Bam! You just moved into the hot seat though. It's all up. Just when I thought I had it. That just way. Yeah, you're nope. like, I was, <laughs> I was looking for the easier path. But uh, listen, you've been on here. We had you for a, for an hour. Much appreciated. Uh, thanks for the, for the rundown of the worlds. Is there anybody? <laughs> um, well, first off, for anyone listening, if they want to contact you for coaching, how did they get a hold of you? Um, I mean, either through the, my Instagram. So it's K-R-I-I-S underscore D. I've had this since I like first started Instagram. So I don't know where that came from. Um, and then just going through the Juggernaut website, um, a lot of the programs and stuff are on there. Gotcha. And is there anybody that you want to thank uh, before we let you go as well? Thank Chad because he's here listening to me. And if I sit, <laughs> don't say him, he'll be mad. Yeah, he'll be out of the house. <laughs> That's who I wanted to thank. <laughs> No, but I think it, I wouldn't be here without him, so. Okay, well, listen, <laughs> good luck in training. Um, yeah, stay injury-free, and we'll see you in Sweden. All right, sounds good. I'll see you then. See you later. Thank you. Bye, guys. Yeah, I think um, I think it's easy enough to say, this in terms of the, the like, the, oh, there's there's some showdowns. 47 for the women. It's got three 47 people is be interesting. within five kilo. The top two... Um, are literally neck and the, the exact same nomination. And then um, 52 is going to be a, a, a bit of a dogfight because Joy is, is, she's getting stronger and stronger, but Marisa's peaking and she's won before. Yeah. Um, and it's like, it's a, again, as we were talking about with Jen, and you, you can't count out experience. Um, in terms of 
Just well, in terms of like... Are you talking if, about 63? Genu. No, I'm talking about like, as we were talking about earlier in the podcast with Jen Thompson and Kim Walford, yeah. it's so hard to count out Maria's oh, experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. Inda's experience in yeah. terms of, yeah. Because um, she's, she's been there. Yeah, she's been there. And you've, then... You've watched her miss two squats and still go out and end up pulling for the win. Yeah. Yeah, she's got confidence. Yeah. Um, 57s. It, it's a battle as well, 63s, but like they're, they're good competitions. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying they're not. Like even 63s, um, I, I, I don't want to mess up the young lady's name. She won in 2017. She's back again. Um, at Horn, I want to say. Um, and like so 63s are some comp, but I think if you if you were to ask me the, the deepest divisions right now for the women's 72. Looks like a murderer's row. Yeah. Look at the top three nominations we are all world champions. Yeah, we looked at it. Top three are all world champions and that's you know, in the last and couple it, of years. Yeah. Top and six, anybody in that week in the top six is right there, like almost exactly. Just, yeah, just under them. Then you have like um US national champ in terms of Dunsmore, and yeah. then you've got obviously um Isabella von Weisenberg, who's like you know, European champion, world record yeah. breaker, blah blah blah. So it's just that's just the top five. Making it on the podium, like she like Dunsmore was saying. Oh, it's um, gonna be huge if you make it on massive, the podium. Massive with that. Um so I would say the seventy two kilo women is probably the deepest division for women in terms of the men's. Who would be your pick? Deepest division? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who's the deepest division? I would almost have to go 93 this time. I also think the 93. I, 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 there's I some showdowns. If, I don't know if it has quite the same star power name as some of the other divisions. Like 83 yeah. kilos is obviously all, as we said. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be the hot division no matter what. In terms of the head-to-heads, um, I love the Apoko versus um, uh, Sergei yeah, Glackick. Glackick. Uh, Mr. Perfect. Those guys, head-to-head, they have a rivalry. They're so close. It's a great matchup. In terms of the 74s, I love the head-to-head. Taylor Atwood, Kajal Backlund from uh, from Norway. Um, again, they're so close. They have, a, they have a history again. They have a history. They faced off. This is the rematch for both those. So there's actually a for-real sports rivalry. Love it. And yep. it's going to be right down to the wire. In terms of the 83s, more history, more drama, yeah. and better believe it'll be down to the wire because I believe this time or he's going to be better than last time. Last time, not to make excuses for him, he was dealing with some back issues. His squat was there, his bench had improved, but his dead, his dead failed him. Show, yeah, his dead didn't show up in Calgary. No, and um, and he didn't say nothing leading into because, and I like that. Yeah. Afterwards, um, he was pressed because people were like, dude, your dead dropped like 50 pounds, and he's like, all right. I didn't want to make excuses, but we knew going in there were some problems. Seeing him pull 720 in the gym, there's no fucking problems. No. You know, we're good. Forget 720. Um, the dude jumped 720 to 765 just because he was feeling good that day. Yeah, like, 765. That's, that's showing that confidence is there with... 775 to 720, yeah. yeah. And um, and his squatting 710. So, in terms of head-to-head matchup, him and Brett, beautiful. And there's other... There's, well, there's, yeah, and you've got to throw in Hubbard's had good training. There's supporting cast with Hubbard um, and them. I think... Isaac I, Bake from Canada... And um, and um, the other some crazy train numbers. Gentleman who won the 2017 in Belarus, Ulan. Yeah, also going to say Ulan's there as well. Those guys, I believe, they all hover around. So Ulan can hit 800 kilo mark. I think Hubbard and them will be late 700s. But I believe the the top end, the big showdown, like we were saying, in terms of in terms of that, and then the 105s should be good. Uh, 120s, we got about 120 plus. As good a battle as we've seen in years. And um, yeah. and I'm glad for that. I'm happy for yeah. that. But 
If you were going to tell me right now which is the one that you think is the closest in terms of depth, one through five, I think the cluster cluster of 93, I swear to God, any one of those guys can win. And I mean that. Yeah. Whereas usually Hubbard can win, but it'd be an upset. Well, again, and Hubbard would probably tell you, I, I need I need people to miss lips. Yeah. I, I need I need him to have a bad day, me to have a good day. In terms of the top five, ninety three, they don't need well, that. Well, the current world champion is ranked coming in at fourth nomination. Yeah, what is that? It? Yeah, yeah. That, that tells you something right there. And um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and you have guys who have I think there's a couple gentlemen who you have a gentleman in um, Anatoly from Ukraine who holds the current. IPF world record, yep. but then you also have the from Algeria, Amar, who's also hit the same total. Local meet, haven't seen it, but like he's right there as well. Yep. Like it's it's nuts. You got Wilson, who's got the highest nominated total as it currently stands for. And and, and and if if you if press like he, it, it's U.S. Yep. Nationals that he hit, you're going to do what you do to win. You're not going. Oh, yeah. You'd he, be a fool to load anymore. Way more left in his dead. So is what if, is he capable? If of? I remember from watching the live stream, like. His third attempt looked like an opener still. You you got to believe he's got that kind of total in him as well. All three, all those guys, and, and Gustav, and, and like all those dudes are probably all hovering around 850 if they want on any given day. Yeah. And I mean that. Not like one guy doesn't need someone else to have a bad day and he has a good day. That's one weight class, one through five, I believe that. Not not the two top. That's why, yeah, man. And um, I think the 72 kilo for the women. Um, I'm not doing picks yet. It's a little early. Yeah. It's a little early, but I like the discussion. I like to get people's, pick people's brains. And there are some showdowns that I want to address. I think I want to have, I would like to have some 72 kilo women on here at the same time, 52, 47, whatever. We got to do that just like we did the 93 kilo boys. Agreed. And get some people some shine. But uh, I don't mind possibly getting the, uh, if we can somehow swing it, getting some of the 120 plus guys on here this time. Yeah. We've, We've talked to Luke Richardson about it. I know he was all on board. But Luke's all game. Yeah. Yeah. Luke is all game. I think we could we could get Ray. I don't know if he wants to come on, if there's a bunch of other people. Um, could get Kelly. Yeah. Jezza said English is a bit of an issue. He gave me a big bio on him. Like, I want you on the show, though. Yeah. Not just the bio for the for the website. He's like, my friend, English is it's an issue. Yeah. Kelly will probably come on. But and Jezza to, only posts like twice a year anyway. So. That's it. That's, that's it. That's He's it. a mystery man. It's part of his allure. Yeah. It's part of a yeah, part of his aura. But uh, yeah, man, we we're gonna have some good podcasts coming up ahead. And we were just saying how flipping quickly the the IPF World Championships is right around the corner. Like I'm almost like holy smokes, we gotta hurry up and book some. Like we 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 need to bang some of these out quick because um, it's right there. We're right here. But uh, and then obviously the preview show where we do our picks. But uh, but anyways, listen everybody. Um, just like I said before, we have some promo codes. If you want us to have better audio, you want us to see some improvements, help us out. Go to FusionMuscle.com and use promo code KOTL25. KOTL, the acronyms for King of the Lifts. Um, who doesn't use supplements if you weight lift? You know you're buying supplements. Why are you buying full price? If I'm going to give you 25% off, take a quarter off the top. Yeah. You'd be crazy to not to be paying full price. We're also in the midst not, of getting zone. Not to mention the fact that they're water approved. Like you can take yeah. them day of as well. Yeah, take them day of, take them whenever you want. Um fusionmuscle.com, order them online, they ship them to your house. Don't be a sucker and walk into the store like it's the fucking 90s. What are you 
what is this fucking Ronnie Coleman era? What are you, a savage? You're gonna walk into a supplement store? That that's that's crazy, that's, isn't it? I who what's does the matter? That? What's the matter with you? No. You should be you should be in the gym working out. Or listen to fucking yeah. podcasts cleaning your house. You know? The only way you're walking into a supplement store is if you actually need a walk because you have to cut. <laughs> that's right. If you are low on your steps, walk to the store, I guess. But you're going to miss out on 25%. Yeah, walk to the store if you like paying full fucking price. And while you're there talking to the guy who dropped out of high school working behind the desk, ask him to bend you over the desk because that's basically what he's doing when you're paying full price for your fucking supplements. Okay, settle down. (laughs) Yeah, all right. Yeah, we went a little bit too far. Is that a hard sell? Look, I'm still not used to selling these fucking promo codes yet. I mean, I think it's still improved over some of our other other promos. We used gay sex last time. Now we're using, well, I I guess we went back to gay sex, didn't we? Yeah. All right, well, anyways, there's a theme here. Nobody's listening this long. (laughs) That's right. So anyways, KOTL25, FusionMuscle.com. And by all means, put this in your ear. Instagram stories, I will repost. Let people like Kristen Dunsmore get the shine she deserves and all these athletes from Six Pack Lapidat. Paul Moran's and underscore lifts. Peace.